Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. I'm Antonio Perez, joined by my co-host, UPenn's finest, Danny Cole. We have another great episode for you guys today. We're going to be talking about both AFC Beast and the NFC Beast. We were originally just going to talk about the AFC because they're super close, but of course, with the Commanders' win over the undefeated, now not undefeated Eagles, um, a lot's brewing up over there. Uh, two divisions that really have a good shot of like the whole division just getting in. Um and then we're going to talk about some NBA contenders. I believe we are that far in the season, roughly 15 or four weeks or whatever into the season. We can tell who, you know, is going to make the leap and who hasn't really made the leap, some fraud and whatnot. Um, and then, of course, we're going to make some money at the end of the episode. Go to TikTok if you haven't seen our week 11 picks already. Um, I'm already 0-1. I picked the Packers. I thought they turned things around, uh, but apparently not. But Christian Watson did score two touchdowns. That is very good for him. Um, but I mean, I can't complain. Derrick Henry's on my fantasy team. So that's my summit, actually. Derrick Henry on my fantasy team. Way to get things going after I'm, I'm on like a two game losing streak. Uh, and I'm fighting to stay in the playoffs. I'm still trying to get that one seed. But Danny, how are you doing today? It's a beautiful Friday morning, a little after what we usually record. Let's get right into it. My summit. This man came in, a lot of questions, hasn't scored a touchdown since week two of the NFL season. A lot of people are like, oh, where is he at? Justin Jefferson made his mark, had his signature game, proved that he is a top two receiver in the NFL. You had him at two. I have him at one. He's him. That was before the season. Yeah. Um, I think I would still have him at two, but I don't have the same one. But You're Tyreek yeah, Hill at one. Yeah, Tyreek Hill is, is – I think he should beat everyone's one right now. Yeah. He's um, – his versatility, he's the most unguardable – player on the field at all times uh if you said jefferson was one i mean yeah okay i mean he he just does some things that it's like no one else can do but same thing with tyree kill and you can say the same thing with jamar chase and there's so many unique guys in the nfl right now we're really we've been saying it for the last decade or so like we're in the golden age of wide receivers like it seems yeah. like every three or four years we're getting a new receiver who's entering you know all-time top have, 10 territory we don't have any receivers that are six six jump ball get it guys anymore. yeah like we don't got no julios in their prime right now like we don't have no calvin johnson's we have tyree kill who's this physical specimen but he's only like five nine. yeah he's like he's really short justin jefferson's like a little bit taller but he's got such a thin frame but he is like amazing he's so technically refined aj brown is a physical specimen but he's not that tall he's shorter Yo. than his quarterback who's six foot can i say something to make you mad sure devonna smith is uh justin jefferson light uh, 
I think Justin Jefferson's a little more technically refined, is, and it's a sh- it's it's weird because Devontae Smith's things coming out was he's technically refined, he loves to block, he's a good route runner, and he is a good route runner, but it seems like he's struggling getting a little more separation in the NFL now against man coverage, but in zone, uh, he's a really good zone beater. Man, I mean, he'll he'll get his obviously if it's a, it's a true one on one. Uh, obviously, with Dallas Goddard out, I think he's just he's gonna have to take it to another level. Um, he's gonna have to match the energy of the other wide receivers of his class. You're not J- a fan J- of Grant Waddle- Calcaterra. What's up? You're not a fan of Grant Calcaterra. <sighs> First of all, Jack Stoll. Jack Stoll's Jack, Jack, Jack Stoll is actually really solid. He's solid. He's solid. But we're probably gonna go with a lot more. Four wide receiver sets. You see a lot of Zach Pascal, who's more Quez. I, I, I'm yeah, a lot more Quez Watkins, assuming he doesn't fumble the ball. Um, which is uh, my plummet is Eagles ball security. They turn the ball over three times up to this point, and then they just turn it over three times last game. Uh, not going to win a football game like that. It's simple. I mean, we have an interception going off of AJ Brown's hands. I mean, AJ Brown has done a lot for the Eagles this year. Uh, but that that's inexcusable. I mean, Jalen Hurts is one of the only reasons. Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders are literally the only reason they were in the game. I think Miles Sanders needs to get 15-plus carries a game. I mean, he averages roughly four to five yards a carry. I'm, how, do you not feed, the, how do you not feed someone like that? The Niners are giving CMC and Elijah Mitchell 15 carries a game. They're running it because they they absolutely know they cannot win it through the arm of Jimmy Garoppolo. Could you win it through the arm of Hurts? Yes, but you could make it a lot easier. You could yeah. run it through Miles and Hurts, who are your two best runners on the field. The Eagles had several last game-winning drives, and they decided to put Kenneth Gainwell in on their game-winning drive and like start running the ball. Like They get five yards of pop running the ball. Fine, you can do that on your game-winning drive. But like, why not go with your, like, who's been a top 10 running back this year, who's on a contract year. It, like, I, at sometimes I feel like they are trying to sabotage Miles Sanders on the low. Um, he had a really good game. Dallas, obviously he fumbled because of face mask, but it's not face mask, wasn't called. You know, we move on. And then Quez, you got to hang on to the ball, man. Like, it was a good throw by Hertz. You just, you got to hang on to the ball. Uh, but that can get us right into the NFC, the NFC beast like when i was talking about this right i actually told somebody i said the commanders are a much better team going into the game i was i said i told one of your temple uh fellows nate furlough he's a commanders fan i said if chase young plays in that game there's a decent chance that the commanders win I wouldn't have agreed. A decent chance is very strong. I don't think America would have anyone in America would have picked the Commanders to win. And I, I didn't say that. I didn't say I'm picking them to win. I said that this Commanders team is something special with Chase Young. They, Chase Young is that good. They aren't because they, the, as much big names as they have on the line, pressure wasn't the issue in the game. Like you could have added Chase Young, but I mean he's a, simply a non-factor when you have two all like all pro level tackles. The problem is the other side of the ball. That's true. With, but here's with the thing. I think Chase Young is on the same level as Micah Parsons. I think you're dead wrong. I think you're like, whole, like way off because Michael part, Micah Parsons is arguably the best defensive player in football. Like arguably like yeah. last minute Cowboys middle linebacker goes down. You throw Micah Parsons in the middle of the field. And he plays I'm saying, I'm saying edge rushing. Good. I'm saying edge rushing, rushing. Absolutely. No, 
no. Chase Young is – I don't think Chase Young – he's – I – is that hasn't been healthy enough to really see what he's capable of. And Michael Parsons splits duties between edge rushing and dropping back. Like he is what Jonathan Gannon wish he had on his team, but no, he's trying to do that with Hassan Reddick and Robert Quinn. And he's going to find a way to do it with Ndamukong Sue. I know he is. <laughs> Someone said, Ndamukong Sue, welcome to the Eagles. You're playing corner. Real. Like that's really it. And, me, and we were talking about it. Like the Eagles – I still do believe the Eagles are the favorite to make it out of the NFC, but this division is really good. And this division has a lot of good run game. Cowboys have Pollard and Zeke and a great O-line, well, not a great O-line, not like what it used to, but it's still way above average. Man, the Cowboys were hated on for picking Tyler Smith in the draft. He has been pretty good. He's been balling. He's been balling for sure. And credit to the Cowboys for year after year, like, Really addressing the needs besides the one year they drafted CeeDee Lamb, but it's still working out because CeeDee Lamb is one of the best receivers in football. Um, and the Giants, the Giants have a strong run game too. I th- like the Eagles weren't exposed. I think everyone who's watched the Eagles knows Jordan Davis on the field, team, other team has no run game. Jordan Davis off the field, you get a first down every carry. Like, I, everyone who's watched the Eagles up to this point knows that, but. So I don't think they're exposed because Eagles fans have no reason to fear. Three horribly bad calls by by the refs, not to blame refs. Like, it happens. You shouldn't even be in that situation where a ref determines a game. Oh, well. But then you also probably play the worst defensive and offensive football you have up to this point in the season. I think the Eagles are okay, but they, they do need to, like, they need to start like taking these other teams seriously. Like, and there's something about this team when Taylor Heineke's back there. Something about them. They are. Uh, there's something special with Taylor Heineke. They uh, they play with fire, and it reminds me of what the Eagles did with Nick Foles. Is like people were like, "Oh, the Eagles have Carson Wentz, who is obviously evidently a better quarterback than Nick Foles. He was a better." But at the same time, the backup, people just play better. I don't understand. Carson Wentz's backups, people just play better. Yeah, and it's a complete change in the system. Like, they weren't running the ball this well when Carson Wentz was in. Now, I'm up for debate whether who's better, Taylor Heineke or Carson Wentz, because Carson Wentz is an absolute bonehead who can lose you a game. Um, But that's the thing. Like, Taylor Heineke, could he lose you a game? Yeah. He could. He could turn the ball over, make some make some dumb plays. Like he threw that pass up into double coverage, pick off by uh CJ Gardner Johnson. Horrible read. Horrible uh, read. Yeah, like like he's bound to do that, but he's also bound to pick apart the zone and he knows like and the coaches put the ball in the running back's hands. Like and the, hence why they had forty two minutes of possession. That that is insane. Forty two minutes of possession. I was at the game. I, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, damn, like when's the last time I saw Jalen Hurts on the field? Like, shit. you know what? You know what's really uh, watching that game? What really made me realize what was going on every single time the commanders got the third and short, they picked up a grueling, grueling third and long. Oh my goodness. And that's a problem. That is going to be a problem for the Eagles because, like, as so much like, as you want to blame the run game, up, with it, well, I don't know how many third down conversions the commanders had. But if you're going to win a football game, you need to get three and outs. You need to get third down stops. You need to yeah, like you'll, kill and, and a drive. 
it don't even got to be through. I mean, three and outs are great. It gets you going at home and, and on the road too. But like to not get third and longs. And here's the thing. The Eagles are, are tied for first in the league in sacks. They're, or they're not tied for first in the league. I know they're top five in sacks. They're first until, in the, until, until they're the first Pittsburgh in, Steelers come back and TJ Watt gets like 25 sacks in 10 games. I want to get to TJ Watt in a second. Um, but what I was like, they're and they're first in interceptions and they're top five in sacks. But and you have James Bradbury and Darius Slay, who are both top five corners according to Pro Football Focus. You CJ Gardner Johnson, who is leading the NFL in interceptions with six, he's had an interception in five straight games. So, where's the hole? Like, if you have this elite secondary, you have an elite pass rush. How are teams getting third and longs? It's because Jonathan Gannon is using one of the five best corners in football and one of the 10 best corners in football, literally side by side. CJ Gardner is one of the 10 best safeties in football. Marcus Epps has been absolutely huge. You've watched him. Marcus Epps has been huge this year. They are, this isn't a skill issue by the players. Jonathan Gannon plays them so unbelievably far off, like third and seven slay is at eight to nine yards. Why? This is one of the best corners in football. Why are we not trusting the guy? He held Justin Jefferson to like nine yards on national television just nine weeks ago. I mean, offensive, like Brian Dable, Ron Rivera's been in the game a long time. Mike McCarthy's been in the game a long time. Jonathan Gannon will get picked apart by these dudes if he doesn't switch up something fast. That's just how it is. And that's how serious this division is. One coach can determine that. The Eagles are a team that has one of the best defensive lines in football. Best pass rushes. One of the best pass rushes in football, I believe. Yeah, that's mainly because our edge rushers. But With Jordan Davis, I think they have a complete – one of the most deep, best D lines in football. Linval Joseph and Donaldson Sue are upgrading their deep their, – Yeah, like they add depth, but they're uh, definitely not what they used to be. No, They're not they're what they used great, to be, but, but they're still like 6'6 six, six and 350 pounds. So. Yeah, they're, they're bodies. And I mean like – it, adding that to rotation with Fletcher Cox, I mean, yeah, I'd still take them as the beast of the beast in the NFC. Um, and the Cowboys, I mean, they just blew double-digit lead to the Packers. And that's the thing about the Cowboys. They always have so much talent, but there's always something that's going wrong. Like, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know if it's, like, cursed by injuries or they just simply cannot put the games together. Like, Dak Prescott, outside of the division, he's a mediocre quarterback. And, like, I always tell people he is the lead of the pack of like the mid guys, because when I have to watch Dak Prescott against the Eagles or against the commanders or giants, I, I promise you he'd be an MVP candidate. If he only played those three teams year round, like he's absolutely amazing against those guys. Yeah. There was that one year, I think two years ago, he started off the first five games of the season. He had 2000 yards. Yeah. Like in five games, he, he was absolutely insane. Um, I, I don't know. And, and with the giants, I think the I think the Cowboys are better than the Giants. They're a lot more talented. Dable is clearly the better coach than McCarthy, but the talent gap I think puts the Cowboys ahead. But what would convince me of the Giants? The Giants need a signature win. That signature win could be against the Cowboys. Like if they were to beat the Cowboys, I'm all in on their contenders. And I do think Giants beat the Eagles. If the Giants beat the Eagles, a signature win. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Um. Definitely, but if they beat them last year, if they beat them, if they beat them week seven or week eighteen, no, because the Eagles probably are going to wrap up the the NFC by then. But um, man, with the Giants, I think the Giants are legit. Giants two losses were to Seattle in Seattle, 
and Dallas. Cowboys, yeah. So if you get your revenge on the Cowboys, you know, you low-key cancel that out. Seahawks, I don't know. Seahawks just got low-key washed by the Bucks. The score was not as close as it looks, I feel like. I feel like the Bucks just got their way for most of the game. Didn't didn't the Buck didn't the Bucks win by one score? Yes, but I, they they major they had their way a majority of the time, and they did. They the did. Giants' offense just couldn't get anything going against Seattle, which is my All worry. Right. Here's what I'll say: um, the game was in Germany. I, huge it's an off. It's an off. Yeah, huge turnout. Seeing country roads at the end of the game. Yeah, I'm gonna give Seattle a slide here. I'm let him pass. Um, I'll let him pass. But if the if the Giants were to have won that game and they'd be eight and one right now, yeah, they, we'd all be have a different light on them. But because they're they're beating like they they're losing the teams that are I don't want to say one dimensional, but like they haven't beaten an elite quarterback yet. I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers. They beat Aaron Rodgers, but is it is Rodgers elite this be year? Be honest with you though. Only elite quarterback the Eagles have beaten has been Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray hasn't been elite this year. We haven't every quarterback every quarterback that has played us has not looked elite. Like Kyler Murray is dynamic quarterback. That's what I'll he's say. a very dynamic quarterback, and I think on any given basis he's elite. He hasn't been elite this year, so you know free him from Kingsbury. Um, but the Eagles, the Eagles can go with anyone. The Eagles, Eagles can rock with anyone, and they should be the favorites against anyone. Well, here's what I'll say. The Eagles have their biggest game of the season coming up. I don't think so. Well, coming off think. a loss, they play the Colts, and they have the Titans, and then they have, they have the Packers, and then they have the Titans. They have a very hard schedule ahead. The Packers are going to be 3-7 and seven trying to save their season. And the Eagles – are going to be what is it? Colts, Packers, Titans. They're going to be the Eagles. Are going to be nine and one. They're going to have six more wins than the Packers. They're clearly the better team. I find it hard to believe that Christian Watson is going to get two touchdowns on Darius Slay or James Bradbury. Um, I think the Eagles are fine. I mean, you played the like the worst of the worst happened, and you lost by relatively one score, like outside of the last toss fumble. So, you know. But moving moving on to other. Uh, the other side of things, the AFC beast with the Jets Patriots playing this week. Bills are in Detroit playing the Browns. Uh, and, yeah, they're in Detroit. Yeah, they're in Detroit. And the Dolphins have a bye. I, I can't yeah, remember. I believe, I believe they do. I well, I want to start with the Dolphins. Best team in the division. Tua? Tua has been playing like an elite quarterback this year. Metrics will say it. You watch him, you'll say it. Like I'm, and here's the thing: it's that the last time Tua has been completely healthy, he's been an elite quarterback. Like people were saying, uh, he was he when he left Alabama, he was by far the best quarterback to ever play at Alabama. The stats will say it. Like he was so unbelievably accurate. He had an arm on him. He gets to the NFL, then he's got like these knickknack injuries. Like he's coming off the hip. He's got a finger. It, it was always something. Now he's completely healthy. His brain isn't mashed potatoes. And he's playing like an elite quarterback. And you can say, oh, he's got like two top 10 receivers. But like, if would Gardner Minshew be doing this? Even if he had Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle? No. Or? No, because we we saw Teddy D. He's not doing it. 
Exact. Teddy B could have pulled out a win with those two and Skylar Thompson. I mean, Skylar Thompson is a complete different low level than those two guys, but I can't blame yeah. that guy. He's a, he's a rookie seventh round draft pick or sixth round draft. It, yeah, and I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he he shouldn't have the expectations of the other two, but like it really didn't work. Um, I think the Dolphins should be the favorites out of the NFC or the AFC East. Definitely, I I would take them over the Bills. Uh, right now, as but if, and transitioning to the Bills, like, do you? I can't see them losing three in a row now. I mean, if they were to play in the snowy game and they're going to have to see Nick Chubb like 40 times, maybe. But they're they're in a dome. Josh Allen is statistically like best quarterback in the league right now in a dome, uh, which Buffalo should have taken into consideration when building their new stadium. But I think the Bills are fine. Like, I, I think they're okay. It took the game of the year by the – like with the Eagles, it took the game of the year for them to lose. But the week before that, Josh Allen played bad. And this game, Josh Allen let them back into the game. Like he let the Vikings back into the game. You, I don't know, man. He he, you missed, fumbled, he fumbled a snap, bro. Three straight games, he's thrown two interceptions. He leads the league in interceptions right now. And as much of a dynamic quarterback as you are, as much as you put the ball in the end zone, which I greatly appreciate. You know, if you're going to take your shots, you know you're going to lose some. But like, I at one point, you got to learn. Like you have to learn. Like, Josh you know, Allen. And Patrick Mahomes has never been a debate and is not going to be a debate. And I want, my, played, I want my apology. I mean, I've always said Mahomes is better. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. In the summer, you were you were always trying to sneak him as 1A, 1B, or you'd be like, oh, Allen's just a little bit better. And I was just always like, Mahomes is going to be the best quarterback for the next decade. He always is. It's going to be like LeBron. Where someone's gonna have a really good year, like Steph Curry had his MVP year, or Kevin Durant had their MVP year, Kawhi Leonard, like, oh, they better than LeBron? No, and it's gonna be like that with Patrick McGoat for the next ten years. I saw a tweet. Mahomes um, has played two more games, has five thousand more passing yards, mm-hmm. has like an exponential amount more touchdowns, and Allen has more interceptions. Yeah, because and for Allen, I, I think they said Mahomes has. 301 more first downs in two more games. I would love to bat. I seen it on Twitter and like, you know, Twitter people can just be lying, but I do believe that. Um, I want, cause Allen was really bad for the first year and a half. And of course, Mahomes got to sit for his first year, but you can't tell me like you seen him in the last week of the season in his rookie year. Like he was solid. He got a win against the Broncos division rival in the snow. Like he, he played really well. Um, but what Allen needs to do is what Mahomes realized early in year two. So year one, he throws for 50 touchdowns. He had 12 picks, and I'm pretty sure he had 20-plus dropped interceptions. Like, Yeah, he had the most uh, dangerous balls. Yeah, like, that's why ball, PFF right? is a Mahomes hater, because he puts the ball in harm's way. Allen needs to, to learn. Wait, 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 not he put. He used to. Yeah, he, he used to. He now he just drops absolute dimes because he's just an absolute – He's a polished freaking nature. It's like it's like a 2018 LeBron type of thing where he's a freaking nature, but he's also got all this skill. He's got footwork and all this. Mahomes has that, but Allen, he can do it. Yo, he, but as much as you want to take your shot. A mid-20s Aaron Rodgers again. 
yeah, as much as you want to take your shots, you also got to be efficient with it, which Rodgers also learned, which Rodgers is one of the most prolific quarterbacks in, in NFL history. I mean, arm, arm talent-wise, it's Rodgers and Mahomes, and Allen can be that, but he has to take better care of the ball. Hence why his team's dropped two straight. I don't see him losing three straight, though. I do have him beating the Browns, especially now that they're in a dome, um, because they're going to get ahead early. The Browns aren't going to be able to feed Nick Chubb, and it's just going to get away from him. If Wait, he doesn't turn... What did the Browns drop to three and seven? The Browns were dropped to three and seven. And their season done? Is there, are they done? Do they have, they have to win what, they seven would, straight? In, in the AFC, they will have to win seven straight to even have a chance, in my eyes, yeah. because the New England Patriots have a real shot of finishing like nine and eight. And they're the last in the division right now, but they're the seventh seed. That's how good the division is. But moving on to Jets Patriots, I don't even know who to even pick. Like, I didn't know who to pick in this game because, like, the Patriots have such a not like a huge coaching advantage. Like Robert Sala is like a very good coach, but it's Belichick. And then it's like, it's like, oh, well, if the Jets just don't turn it over so much, then the Patriots won't win. But that's their thing. Belichick abuses young quarterbacks. Like Mahomes has always had trouble against him. Even like as much, he upped the points, of course. But there were there were games like his, his starter season where like he didn't score for like a whole half or something. And he just had to turn it on in the second half. But that's what Bill does. He makes it really difficult on young quarterbacks, but this Jets team is very talented. That That's going to be a huge game. Um, uh, Like, I'm so impressed with the Jets. I, I just really wish they had a better quarterback. And same same with the Patriots. Their defense is so legit. I just really wish they both had different quarterbacks. Both of them could really be used in Justin Fields right now. Patriots uh-huh. didn't have a chance, but yeah. Yes. Um, they could have traded but- him, but... Zach Wilson, he's doing his job. Um, I'm taking the Jets. Uh, I I don't think he's. I don't know if he. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm I'm gonna let you talk. I need to think about this real quick. I don't think Zach Wilson's great. I think he's a bottom ten quarterback in the NFL. But you know what he's not doing? He's not turning the ball over egregiously. He's not playing horrendous. He could be making better plays because you drafted him as this guy to like. Oh, you want to raise the ceiling? He's not like a floor raiser. He's a ceiling raiser, right? But he's not doing that. He's just like playing at the floor. Which is, I, th- I mean, the, the Jets team could be a lot better, but it's all dependent on him. And does he want to take these risks? And can he be efficient in his risk taking? That's something that the Jets are going to have to mitigate. And maybe, I mean, he only played what? He was out for the first four weeks. This is like what? His fourth, fifth game? Roughly. So, like, he played a, his rookie year where he got hurt. Is what is it probably about around his first like is it 18th game or something like that? I don't I don't know. Yeah, he's guy. he's young, absolutely. But right now they are winning in spite of him. He needs to. He he is really on a on a short leash, but it's a little extended because the Jets are winning and he's a part of that. But there, I feel as of right now they're winning in spite of of Zach Wilson right now. He has an absolute. He has one of the best arm talents in the NFL. We've yeah. all seen it. His pro day was magnificent. He was amazing at BYU. I think he needs to get used to NFL defenses faster, and he has to do it now. Because, like, with he got you got Garrett Wilson, and and your defense is elite. And next year, you're gonna get Bryce Brees Hall back. Like, he just he's gonna have to learn fast. And it's on the Jets to either bank on Garrett Wilson becoming elite now. Or going to get him his Stephon Diggs, his AJ Brown, and and 
if you believe in him that much, then yes. Um, but now we're going to switch on to some basketball as we're low-key running out of time. But contenders in the NBA, I feel as if we're far enough to where we know who's a contender, who's not. Um, and I would like – it makes me so happy to say this. The Golden State Warriors are not contenders. No way. Because that team has like five good basketball players. Six. What happened? All I have to say is, what happened? They, they lost the glue guys. Like Draymond used to be the glue guy. Like, and he still is. Like Draymond still is a glue guy, but you lost the bench glue guys. Like James Wiseman ain't a glue guy, man. Like he's, he's, He's a number two overall pick. He thinks he's coming in to be the franchise guy. No, 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 not at all. Franchise guy after Steph is going to be Jordan Poole. And Jordan Poole's been he's he's been pretty good off the bench. He's he's been all right. Clay though, Clay's Clay better get out of the slump in the next five games, or like he's a he should consider retirement for the sake of his health and for the sake of he's a bad basketball player at this point. It's like uh the old Vince Carter meme. I got one more. Yeah, you like one more, bro. You don't you got one more. Like, you ain't that old, but like you've clearly regressed. You're not the defender you used to be. You're not the shooter you used to be. Sadly, Clay which, could. Here's the thing: Clay could be sixth or seventh man off the bench. Probably. How would you fare with him? Come him going to the bench, starting Jordan Poole. How would Jordan Poole work man. alongside Steph Curry as a starter? Maybe I'm crazy. Sixers should make give him a call. Call about Clay Thompson? Yeah. No, you know what I think? I think Tobias Harris would fit an Otto Porter role very well. I mm-hmm. think that, that could be a talk. I mean, the the contracts, not off the top of my head, I believe they they would align. Um and he's a catch and shoot guy that you guys can need. I mean, Tobias, you don't need another one on one scorer. You have three of the best in the game. You have Joel Embiid. Best post scorer in the NBA, bar none. You have James Harden, still one of the best ISO, ISO basketball players in the NBA, bar none. Tyrese Maxey is going to be an, he's going to be an All Star. Hopefully, there's a lot everyone of good cards, is, everyone that said Tyrese Maxey should get traded for Kevin Durant. It's looking rough. I mean, I did personally, and you I did still, say it. Well, I still I, think they should have. Here's but. what I'll say: What you said, you said Tyrese Maxey will never be as good as Kevin Durant is today. And it's true. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. But I think he'll be pretty damn close as a top 20 to top 30 NBA basketball player. I think league. he could, I think he could peak as a top 20 basketball player at some point. So, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I think I think it's better to have a top 20 player than to trade a to trade a top 20 and then more assets in the future for a top 10. That's another thing. Getting like talking about NBA contenders. I don't know if the Sixers are contenders. Because they have all star power in the world. If you were to just give me them three, those three guys, absolutely. Uh, their bench don't got it, man. Like they're not, they're, they're not playing big three basketball though. They're, they're exactly NBA basketball. That's, that's what I'm saying. And like, as weird as the play styles you think wouldn't match up with Harden and Bede Maxi, they do. They match perfectly, but they don't got the bench. They don't got the coach to rock out with those guys. I think, I think the Sixers should go get Ime Udoka. I think Wait, they should. He can't, he can't coach this year, though, right? Yes, he can. He can't. He got suspended from the Celtics. He didn't get suspended from the NBA, hence why he was about to go coach in Brooklyn. I think 
obviously people are scared like oh like they they don't really know what happened yet but i mean there's no legal action going on so i don't assume he did anything harmful i just think he had an affair within the organization that twice that twice that's not you're not supposed to do but if i'm the if i'm the sixers bro like this team's too talented. Like Idoka would get this team so right. And he would get Matisse Thibel right because he got Grant Williams right. Yeah. And, and Grant isn't the defender. Matisse is no, but Grant is a much better offensive player than Matisse. Hence why every other year it's like, oh my God, I can't believe. I don't think it was Grant. No. Yeah. It wasn't Grant and Matisse. That was a problem. It was Carson Edwards and Matisse. I'm pretty sure. But um, Grant, Grant is developed a, a better offensive game that I think Udoka could do for Thibel. Um Surely. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think the Sixers are contenders, not because of their star power. It's because of their bench and their coaching. All right, another team, question. Turning out to the West. In the West, yes. Contender or pretender? Utah Jazz. Pretenders, absolutely. Um, and they're fun to watch. I really hate to be the hater there. You can't tell me they're beating the Phoenix Suns, Dallas Mavericks, um, in a seven game series. I, I thought they were tanking for Victor. I thought so too, but they built a solid basketball team. Like that's a team that's going to make the playoffs. I'm, I really believe it, but I don't think they're going to win a playoff series because Trailblazers too. What's up with them? I, I don't think they're that real. They're doing this without Damian Lillard. You only get better once you add Damian Lillard. It can happen because the Warriors are bad. The only team that could stop the Portland Trailblazers the past couple of years was like the Warriors and LeBron James that one year in the bubble. But like neither of those teams might not even be in the playoffs. I think I think Portland could be a contender. I, I'm very high on Anthony Simons. I think his defense could use a little work. Jeremy Grant has been, of course, a great addition. Um, well, oh, one place where we both missed in the beginning before the season, the Rockets, man. Okay. I thought they were going to be play-in material. I'm huge. I was huge on Jalen Green. And he's playing well, but not taking the leap I thought he would. I thought he'd be, like, be all-star level, like, you know, like how my boy Banchero is going to make all-star. So if I had to pick two contenders each side, like real, like I think they could win the NBA championship. I would go Bucks celtics I think they're, I think they're on a different level than everyone else in the East right now. Because the Celtics have Jason Tatum, who has been who is who is second on the MVP ladder in the latest MVP ladder, only behind Luka Doncic. And then, obviously, the Bucks have the best player in the universe, Giannis Antetokounmpo. So those are my two there. And then in the West, I think I'm comfortable saying Portland. I think they have they have a very good team, and then they're adding their All NBA point guard. And the second team out West, I'll, I'll go with the Phoenix Suns. I know they got absolutely destroyed in a game seven. It's like, oh, well, when they get to the playoffs, the season, look, the season before the, they, like, they just got blown out by Luka. They were in the NBA finals and yes, they choked it away, but they were two games for winning the NBA finals. I'm still high. Like this team is deep, but Mikhail Bridges looks really good. And he's very confident on both sides of the ball alongside Devin Booker. Chris Paul isn't playing that well, but. He's he's also uh, very old and uh, he's putting up nine and nine a game. I'm pretty sure or something like that. Like he's still very solid. So Suns, Portland, and and Bucks, Celtics. Those would be my contenders. What about you? I mean, I, evidently, I think they're the two contenders. 
I, I agree with all four. One thing that I'll say, I need to make a remark. When that man Chet Holmgren comes back next year off his Liz Franck, the Thunder are the team that everyone should be scared of. SGA right now is the best shooting guard in basketball. Yeah, yeah. Right now. I'm not going to say like, oh, overall rankings with you no know, body of work. Man. That's, not, that's not fair. Man. That's jumping the gun. But, whew. He is like better than prime Jimmy Butler. Nah, look, listen. Jimmy Butler has a different, like Jimmy Butler is the most polarizing player to rank because he truly does not care about the regular season. Like I'll put up a call him 23, six and six, whatever, but playoff time, he is one of the most unstoppable basketball players I've ever seen. He yeah. has a different switch for the playoffs. He's got a mid range game of Michael Jordan, dude. Like he is he'll so back you down and then take a fade away. And he's insane, man. And if he has to, he'll be an elite point guard. And if he has to, he'll be an elite defender. He's Here's a different thing, switch for the NBA playoffs. How good? I'm hypothetical for you. Listen, how good are the Sixers if they keep Jimmy instead of Tobias? And they keep Brett Brown, or they go to Doc Rivers. They go to Doc. I think you're in the same boat. I just think you Doc think, Rivers. Wait, I think wait. Doc because you probably don't end up getting James Harden, and Doc Rivers is just that bad. He's just that bad as a coach. He hasn't been a good coach since the one coach of the year with the Clippers because he brought that team to the eighth seed. I, I don't think Doc Rivers is ever a good coach. I think that's a hot hot take, but that's fine. I mean, what he he is underachieved a lot with the talent he's given. Okay, well, that NBA has been fun, but it's time to make some money because we got to get out of here. We're pushing 40 minutes right now. So, the. Take a money line. Take a money line. I can't get away from the Bears, dude. Like, I can't do it. Every. I picked them for the last three weeks. They've lost the last three weeks despite Justin Fields' masterclasses. I'm sick of it. It stops right now. Give me Bears plus three and a half. Give me Bears spread. And give me Justin Fields' passing and rushing touchdown. Give me all of it. Book all of it because I'm so sick and tired of Justin Fields losing because of his crappy defense. Justin Fields, get get him his Stephon Diggs immediately. I demand it. Get I him like his it. Stephon Diggs. I like it. I'm gonna take one from every. I'm gonna take a Commanders money line against the Texans. I think they went like straight easy. I, yeah, I like I that. Commanders are gonna. What did they improve to five and six and five? They'll be six really and five. Game. Woo! Yeah, I mean that's pushing it for the seventh seed, definitely. Definitely is. Um, for spread, I'll take the Steelers covering the spread out against the Bengals. Um, I don't know what the spread is. Is TJ? That's why I want to mention. Is TJ Watt playing? TJ is, and I believe I Minka, Minka is playing a week after having appendicitis. That's insane. <laughs> that's actually insane. Now with. I literally might go back to TikTok and change my pick. Because if TJY is playing, that Bengals line is so bad, they could literally lose in the game. But I don't trust the Steelers' offense enough. I'm not going to do it. So, But I do like the spread. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Because man, here's what I'll tell you. The Steelers' O-line, they were running the ball, man. They had 200 r- rushing yards last week. I let go of Jalen Warren in favor because I needed a tight end bad. But- Jalen Warren yeah. is him. Yeah, he's explosive. He's really explosive. All right, he let's run, get the, bro, let's get the money line in the anytime. Let's get the money line in the anytime. The, the money line. Oh, we got the money line already. Years. We need the anytime. Anytime touchdown 
Kadarius Tony getting his second with the Chiefs. I like that with McCole Harmon now in IR. I mean, he's and Juju, have- Juju is in con- concussion protocol. Yep. Yeah, I, this could be a week for Tony and Kelsey. So I like those picks. And yeah, that just about wraps it up. Thank you everybody for tuning in. This has been another great episode. Me and Danny getting to the facts, analytics, getting everything. Um, so again, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys, you know, leave a like, download on all your favorite platforms. You're on YouTube, you know, leave a like, comment subscribe and all that stuff thank you so much for tuning in you guys have a good day stay tuned lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.